0: Good evening, high school football fans. This is High School Football America for February the 4th, 2016. I'm Jeff Fisher, host of the show and founder and editor-in-chief of High School Football America at HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. Joining you on one of the biggest weeks outside of when the, uh, the actual games are being played in high school football of the year, as yesterday was National Signing Day, and congratulations to all the student-athletes that signed their letters of intent to uh, figure out where they're going to be playing their college football. Uh, congratulations to their families, to their teammates, coaches. Uh, the schools themselves, the communities, uh, as they say, it takes a village to uh, to raise a young man, uh, especially a good college football player, and we also want to congratulate uh, all of the student-athletes that are going to be going on to play at the next level, and that that's not just D1, we're talking about, you know, all the way down, D2, D3, NAIA, uh, congratulations on all the hard work, and uh Continued success as your careers continue. It was a big week for us as we announced our National Coach of the Year and our National Player of the Year, and that's what tonight's show is going to center on. As we are going to introduce you, Uh, actually he's been on the show before, but uh, first time he's ever been our national coach of the year. Gary Joseph from Katy, Texas, led the Tigers to a number three overall ranking in the High School Football America Top 25 this year, winning another state championship in Texas, the eighth overall for the school, fourth under Joseph. And Coach Joseph, who's only lost 14 games in a dozen years, will be joining us on the show. He joined us a couple of years ago. I think it was last year. Um, No, not last year, meaning two thousand four. Fourteen before the start of the season so we're going to co- talk to coach joseph about what was an incredible year for the tigers with 10 shutout victories uh they steamrolled to that state championship in texas in the class 6a division 2 uh category so uh, congratulations to coach joseph and also uh, we named our national player of the year and we do this, by the way, the coach and the player of the year in conjunction with the National High School Coaches Association, a 501c3 that's been releasing coaches and players of the year in 20 boys and girls sports since 2000. Uh, our winner in the, uh, the, the player of the year category, Sean McGrew, who yesterday signed his letter of intent to play at the University of Washington. A mighty might. 5'7", maybe 5'8", I don't know. In Spikes, he might be 5'8", who played for St. John Bosco in Bellflower, California, in Southern California. Had an incredible career for three years. His team did not lose in the uh, very, very rough uh, Trinity League. And uh, Sean McGrew is our National Player of the Year. It's the second year in a row we've had kind of a mighty mite, as uh, last year, uh, Kyler Murray of Allen, Texas, the quarterback there. Everybody said he was a little undersized, uh, had a great... Uh, season and won the award so we're going to talk to Coach Joseph and Sean McGrew on the show. Uh, second half of the show for Sean. Uh, Coach Joseph coming up in maybe about five or six minutes. Uh, great day for uh, two schools in Florida leading the way on National Signing Day as uh, IMG Academy and St. Thomas Aquinas, two teams that ended up ranked in the uh, High School Football America Top 25 this year. Each school had 13 players uh, go on to Division One, so congratulations to them. Alabama, again, leading the way. On the college front, as they were uh, once again the team that came down with the number one class uh, when it comes to recruiting, uh, 24-7 sports composite uh, team rankings, said that uh, the Crimson Tide, Nick Saban and company, number one once again. Okay, well, we're going to have uh, Coach Joseph here in a second, but before we do that, got to let you know about all of our partners here, starting with USA Today High School Sports. Always check out the Super 25 rankings uh, for football in season, and then outside they've got basketball. We actually help them out with the wrestling. Uh, we do that uh, in conjunction with the NHSCA, and you can check them out at USA usatodayhss.com. Also brought to you tonight by the good folks at Southern Sport. I've seen some new styles. Oh, they look good. Joey Tykert uh, showing me what the new uh, debris inhibitor razor looks like. 2016 variety over 20 colors. Gonna love it. You can get a discount on your order by going to uh, tdirazor.com. That's razor with a U, R A Z U R. tdirazor.com and putting in the code H S F A and you will get a discount on your order. And more importantly, it keeps those pesky rubber rubber pellets from field turf. Out of your shoes and gives you the great look of spatting without the high cost of tape. Also brought to you tonight by the good folks at Echo 1612. Uh, probably years ago, you didn't think it was ever possible to get instant replay on your sideline eight seconds after the play is over. A great way to coach the kids. Show is better than tell. And Echo 1612 came up with how this all works. It's easy. It's quick. It's very efficient. Uh, lets you make tomorrow's adjustments today. I mean, really. Your wide receiver runs the wrong route. You can show him that he ran the wrong route and then show him how to do the right route and all those other good things. Uh, You can get to echo1612.com by just clicking on the banner ad at highschoolfootballamerica.com and also brought to you tonight by the good folks at crossover with a k crossover.com forward slash football to get a five minute free demo from the good folks there they'll help you break down your game film save you so much time and money you won't be wasting your sundays or saturdays you know breaking down uh, your game film whether it's uh, your your teams or uh, your 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 opponent that you're scouting they'll do all that for you cost-effectively you can go to echo and to cross over by clicking on the banner ads at highschoolfootballamerica.com. Okay, stay tuned. We are ready to rock and roll here. First up, on the on-deck circle right now it is gary joseph head coach at katie the 2015 national coach of the year for high school football america and the nhsca and then on the back half of the show we'll talk with sean mcgrew the nhsca high school football america player of the year but first a word from our sponsors and when we come back gary joseph will talk about what was a great year for the katie tigers that and more you're listening to high school football america instant replays on a high school football sideline seriously yes the future is here with echo 1612's instant replay sideline system Echo's cutting-edge technology was the first to the market two years ago echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an ipad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today This NFHS-approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet. Coaches, you'll gain a competitive edge by adding Echo 1612's instant replay sideline system to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The Echo Instant Replay sideline system works with both your current, booth, and end zone cameras. Plus, and this is an important point, Echo works without any cellular connection, data plans, or Internet. The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay play on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously, you'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at echo1612.com. Field turf rubber pellets, be gone! The Debris Inhibitor Razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks, thus keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The Razor, spelled R-A-Z-U-R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house the debris inhibitor razor is made in America it's 70 percent nylon and 30 percent spandex making it extra lightweight and very durable and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee the debris inhibitor razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight it's fully customizable machine washable and more importantly it's easy to get on and off the debris inhibitor razor comes in twenty-three colors and sizes are youth, medium, large, and for that extra big foot. Extra Large. Founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi all SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the debris inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at TDIRazor.com. That's Razer spelled with a U, at TDIRazor.com. If you're scouting your opponents without Crossover's Game Film Breakdown platform, you're missing an opportunity to get a huge edge over the competition. Crossover's service lets you upload game film from your hard drive, video camera, or other websites like Huddle their team of football experts will then clip and tag the game with player and formation info so that when you log into your account you can filter the clips however you'd like they'll also automatically prepare a comprehensive tendency report and down and distance report for your staff so you can see exactly what your opponents like to call in specific situations we all know that every coach spends countless hours preparing before a game it's not about the time you put in it's about what you do with that time that's crossover's biggest advantage. It allows you to use your prep time more efficiently and get an even deeper level of insight since you don't have to waste time setting up the film. Check them out. You're going to love them. You can sign up for a quick free demo at crossover.com forward slash football. That's crossover with a k.com forward slash football. USA Today High School Sports is America's leading platform for high school football. The Super 25 team rankings and expert American Family Insurance All-USA list have been determining the best of the best nationally and locally for more than three decades. Be sure to check out HSS.com, the best in the game for everything high school football. This portion of High School Football America brought to you by USA Today High School Sports. Remember, in season, the Super 25 comes out each and every Monday at noon Eastern Time. Learn more at usatodayhss.com. Well, as as we mentioned at the top of the show, we uh, take a little bit of time uh, after the season's over to name our uh, Coach of the Year and Player of the Year and our All-America team and we do it in concert with the National High School Coaches Association, which since 2000 has been naming uh, uh, coaches of the year and players in the year, uh, players of the year in 20 boys and girls sports. And we're very proud uh, tonight on the show to have our National Football Coach of the Year. He's been very, very successful since taking over as the head man at Katy and Katy, Texas, uh, a dozen years ago. Uh, this past season, another great year, maybe one of the best. We're going to find out in a second. A perfect. 16-0 Mark, the Texas Class 6A Division II champs. Ten shutouts along the way. What a year it was for the Tigers. And Gary Joseph is on the line to talk about uh, what was a great year and the honor that comes along with having a great year and a great career at Katy. Welcome to the show, Coach.
1: Well, Thank you very much. I appreciate you having us.
0: Well, we're we're great to you know grateful to have you on here, and, and and certainly proud to have you as this year's honoree. And we're going to talk about that honor in just a little bit. But let's uh, kind of dial it back here. Uh, about a month and a half ago, uh, you put the the cherry on the Sunday with another state championship. Number four for you is leading. uh Katy, and, and and is there a way now that uh, you've had a little bit of time to think about it to put in perspective how good this year's team was and the the run you made? uh, you know, as opposed to some of the other great runs you've had there at Katie?
1: Well, it and it really has been. You know, you start breaking down film from from this past season. If you do it, you realize, you know, how good these kids actually were. You know, as you're playing and you go through the season, you know, you don't think about that. And, you know, you kind of take it for granted and things because that's what they're supposed to be doing. But going back and watching, yeah, these these kids had an exceptional year. Um, you know, on both sides of the ball.
0: Talking to Gary Joseph tonight, the National High School Coaches Association Coach of the Year this uh, for this past season, uh, outscoring opponents 778-62. to 62. Like I said, uh, the, the shutout mark is incredible, double digits in that. Um, again, so let's talk about the defense, how good it was, and maybe you can work some of the, the names of the kids in there. Who were some of the standouts on this defense that led you to such a great year defensively?
1: Well, you know this defensive team was different and special, and we had about four of them that were three-year starters, and they, you know, those those kids, you know, played in the 48th game in the state championship game. One one kid, I had that, you know, since I've been to Katie for 34 years, played as a freshman, so he played his in his 64th game. You know, so you start talking about 64 games, the experience wow. for those kids is is is, is overwhelming, and um, Colin Wilder. Uh, was our four-year letterman, four, you know, you, you know, three-year starter. Uh, he was, uh, you know, on, on the All-American team. He, he was uh, not just a really fine football player, our free safety, but he was, he was a great leader. And uh, you know, his leadership abilities was was second to none. And and by the end of the t- you know thing, as you can imagine, when you played that many games, that smart, it was like having another coach on the field. I uh, Travis Woolock was our other safety, and, and he's good enough to been offered. A, uh, scholarship to Northwestern, and um, obviously he's a very intelligent kid too. So we, I felt like we had a, as good a safety combination as there was in the state of Texas. Uh, you know, Travis was extremely smart. Uh, he could do a lot of things for us. You know, he was a three-year starter too, and and no doubt, you know, those two, you know, kept it, kept the back end of our defense, you know, very very sound, and and could help the other people, and they made the other people around them better. Um, Patty Fisher. Our inside linebacker. Uh, he was a three year starter. He missed seven games during the regular season with a broken hand and had screws and plates put in. And we're fortunate enough to get him back about the time the playoffs started and stuff. So he was able to play the last six games throughout the playoffs. And, and uh, he was he's an exceptional football player. Uh, he, he had the Greater Houston area, had the Lombardi Award, you know, similar to the Big Lombardi thing and stuff. They were there the same night. And Patty was a Houston area winner of the, of the most outstanding lineman linebacker in Houston area uh, as a Lombardi Award winner. So it tells you a little bit about what kind of football player he was. And then the other one was Giovanni Stewart, and Giovanni uh, was he's going to West Virginia. Exceptional young athlete. You know, he's you know, only about 190 pounds, but he, he is very versatile. He was second on our team in sacks. He he created a lot of pressure. Uh, Caused like six or seven fumbles. So you know those kids with a, with a you know senior leadership. We had a couple other seniors that started. Our nose tackle Joey Woodring was a three-year letterman. Um, he he did a, a great job for us. And then our sack leader on our team was was a junior kid. Uh, was coming back for next year, and he's already gotten you know several offers from Division one schools. That's Corey Betley, uh, and uh, Corey had 16 sacks and no doubt. Those kids were the focal point of our defense, and the kids around them that played around them, you know, they made them better. And as the year went on, those other kids got to be really good football players
0: too. Talking to Gary Joseph tonight, uh, head coach at uh, Katy, Texas, uh, four state championships in a dozen years, and uh, eight appearances in the state championship game. The 2015 National High School Coaches Association Coach of the Year, which uh, the award is award is presented in cooperation with us here at High School Football America. And and coach, you know, uh, certainly you you get a lot of accolades and also all the pressure by being the head coach. But uh, you know that. Defense and that offense couldn't have done the job they did this year without uh, that that assistant coaching staff that you have. And I always like to, especially when we're doing our Coach of the Year, have uh, have the, the the winner of the award talk about those guys that also make you look pretty good. Uh, tell us a little bit about that defensive staff and some of the other guys on that staff that uh, had another outstanding year for Katie.
1: Oh, they 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 they're not just great coaches; they're great people, and they're they're the kind of people you'd want your son coached by, you know. You know, they understand the game. They understand, you know, how the game needs to be played, too. And uh, and hopefully our kids exhibit that on the field, and they play with a lot of character and a lot of class, and, and they do it the right way. But um, our defensive coordinator played for me at KD High School, and, and it's Matt McDaniel. And, you know, of course, you know, just counting up, in, in 12 years they played in 184 games, so. People say he's got 12 years of experience. Well, no, he's, he's got about 18 years of experience and stuff, and, and, and stuff. So he's he, he, he does an outstanding job. He understands our system. He understands what we're doing. He understands, you know, both the secondary and front. So he does a great job of coordinating our defense. Our inside linebacker coach is Tim Ripperger and Coach Rip and came here my first year as as the head coach at Katy. He's been from the defensive line to linebackers, so he understands a lot of it and stuff. He coached our inside backers. And then our defensive line coach, uh, Bobby Ortiz. Bobby does a super job. I moved him over from the other side of the ball. You know, he's been an offensive coach, but he's moved over the last couple of years. He's been here, you know, 11 years and stuff, so what I'm trying to, you know, get to is there's been a lot of continuity and, uh, you know, that helps you immensely and stuff. And Bobby, you know, and both the kids he coached, defensive ends he coached, you know, were both all-district players and good football players, and both of them are coming back. So They were young kids that we had. And then um, our nose tackle coach, we have one that coaches our nose, Eric Hammond. Eric had come in for the first year to be with our program and he just stepped in and did an outstanding job. I can't say enough about the job he did, you know, with our our nose guards on, on all levels and stuff. And then our secondary coach, we had, you know, D- uh, Derek Ward, and his first year coaching the secondary, he coached it uh, along with Doug Smith. And, of course, I oversaw that part of it and stuff. But those coaches, you know, came in and did a really, really fine job, obviously, and stuff. So they complimented the rest of our staff, uh, our offensive Bad, you know, and that's what I kept trying to tell people. Your defense is only as good as your offense, you know. And our offense, you know, kept our defense from being in bad situations. You only get up that few points as we did throughout the year, because you're not putting them in situations where they're having to defend their own goal line all the time. And um, you know, we made mistakes, but they did a great job of minimizing those. Our offensive coordinator played for me and Katie and stuff. He played 1996, so he's been here. He's been around. He's he's very, very, very knowledgeable. Obviously, it's B.J. got and uh, B.J. coaches our tight ends, our offensive line coach Joe Longacre played at Arizona, played for us here in Katy, played on the 2003 state championship team here at Katy. Uh, Joe does a really fine job. Nate Bryant, another one of our offensive line coaches, played on the 2007 state championship so what I'm trying to tell you is we've got people that are here, that have been here before, that understand the importance of, of what we're doing and stuff. But Nate does an outstanding job with our young kids, and Tom McPherson, who also is a head baseball coach, has won over 700 games here, worked with the offensive line too. Uh, the offensive line is very important at Katy High School, and those guys do a really good job with it. Our running back coach is Kevin Gardner. Kevin came here, it was his first year here, and, uh, he came in from the Dallas area, and uh, he has a lot to our staff and, and really did a fine job. Of course, he coached Kyle Porter and, and uh, has a couple of good running backs in the fall, so we're looking for, you know, for him to, you know, to keep contributing what he has and stuff. And then uh quarterback coach is Craig Bailey. And he's done a good job of coaching our quarterbacks as, as we've had here. Uh, we've had some really, really fine quarterback coaches, but... Craig does a good job of, with our kids and, and our kids on all levels and stuff, and does a good job of helping manage the game. Because uh, got in the press box, so Craig is is the voice on the field, and, and Craig does a really good job. And our receiver coach is Brett Hobson, and Brett uh, he does a you know a super job of coaching. Of course, he's got a lot of. Coaching lineage, you know, his brother's a head coach out of West Virginia and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Brad does a great job with our wide receivers. And then our special teams coordinator is J.D. Williams. And JD's another kid that played for us in 2000. Uh, and this was his, you know, first opportunity to, to coach on a team that played, you know, won a state championship. He, he was there last year when we played for one and stuff. So those guys, you know, I can't say enough about the job they do in, in the coaching, not just coaching, but helping you know, with our kids and the character
0: of our kids. Yeah. Gary Joseph on the line tonight, head coach at KD 2015, National High School Coaches Association, football coach of the year, uh, record of 168 and 14 in a dozen years as a head coach. And you were talking about the bloodlines there, coach. Uh, how, how much of a smile do you get on your face when, you know, remember when these guys were, you know, they were in the pads and you're, you're tough on them, right? Every coach is tough on their, their players. But what does it mean to you to have guys like you have now on your staff that have come back and after you beat them up all during their four years of playing there, to actually coach side by side with you?
1: Oh, it's, it's a great feeling, said, you know, that, you, know you, you talk about that. It's called tough love. Yep. And uh, there's, there you know, and and you know, the, those coaches understand and understood, and that's why they're here. Is it, when when we coach them, and we coach them hard. It's nothing personal. It, it, it's not about. It just we're trying to make sure they understand and pay attention to detail. It's a discipline of the program you know, doing the little things right, and, and they understand that, and, you know, and that's why they come back here to coach, because, you know, they know how important it is to this high school and this community, and, and they want to see this high school continue to be successful, and, uh, you know, it's, it's a really a neat place to coach and a neat place to work. You get great support from, from our administration and our, our principals here on campus, and our athletic director, she's as good as, as anybody is in the United States and things, and, you know, she takes a lot of pressure off us when we get in the playoffs because she sets up all the games and does all the stuff. And, and we just get to coach, and and that's the fun part about it and stuff. And, you know, and I also have, a, you know, somebody, everybody should have. I've got one probably the, the best secretary, you know, that, you know, that sits there and does all the paperwork for me <laughs> that, that, that allows me to coach. And, you know what I'm saying? Is, is these people give us a chance to, 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 to be successful and having those kids – that played for us, you know, before is all part of it. It's always neat to see any of them come back, not just the coaches, but any of them come back and, and, and share stories with us because you know it, it's just kind of like a family around here.
0: Yeah, no, and 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 one of the things uh, you know, you were talking about the fans, uh, some of the best fans I know on Twitter. Uh, anybody steps out of line, your fans are there to to support the Tigers. That's for sure. <laughs> I, I I've, I've experienced that once or twice. All good, but it's all it happens. You, you guys are good, but you know one of the things I think too that I've I've learned by reading about the program and watching it from afar here in Los Angeles is you know as opposed to a lot of programs, you're, you you guys aren't bringing in like twenty. You know, D one talent each and every year. It, it truly is a system. Tell, tell the people out there that aren't familiar with Katie. Uh, you've got big numbers, but these are all kids. And I think I read it in one article said you know they all have to be coached up when they get here. They know the system, but they got to be coached up. Talk about that a little bit
1: for me. Well, and we're very fortunate here, and that our people, at our school, and our coaches. Our coaches coach the kids from the time they're freshmen to the time they're seniors. And we do that instead of having a freshman coach or, you know, a sub-varsity coach. They're all varsity football coaches. And they're all people that, that understand detail. And by doing that, the, the terminology is all the same. Uh, the, the, the techniques uh, they've been taught as freshmen are the same techniques that, that we're teaching to our seniors. It's just on a different level and things. And you're able to keep adding on instead of sitting having to start over after freshman or sophomore year. And it it makes all the difference in the world. Um, you know our kids, you know, are, are blue collar kids. To be real honest with you, uh, they're not afraid of work. You know, you walk into the field house, and the first thing you see is a trophy case. It's expectations, and the expectations have have gone way up. And and you know they they know and understand that they're expected to carry all their traditions to this school and this place and things. And it, it makes a big difference in, in things. You know, we do have high expectations. You know, it, it not just in our football program now, but in all the programs in our school. Um, you know, this year we were very fortunate. We had... You know, double the, the number of Division One players we had last year. We had five and stuff, and that's probably as many who've ever had at, at Katy High School in one year. Mm-hmm. Um, but, it was, you know, and, and it showed up with, with the you know, the way we could play. And things. You know, we we know this school and this place, you know, we stress unselfishness and we stress teamwork, which is not the way of the world right now. And the way of the world is about individualism, about me and how good I am and stuff, and... And we, we, our kids still understand that that the glory is in the team, and uh, their recognition will become, and it has come because of success for our team. And as long as they do that, and, and expectations don't change, and, and I think our program's on a pretty solid ground.
0: Yeah, Gary Joseph on the line tonight, uh, 2015 National High School. Coaches Association Coach of the Year, presented by High School Football America. And you mentioned, Coach, you've been there a long time before taking over uh, 12 years ago as the head coach. You were there as an assistant. How uh, how different are you? Did you ever think back uh, 30 years ago? I mean, uh, I don't know. Did you ever predict that here you here you would be in 2015 with a record of 168-14? and 14? And how different are you? What were your dreams like back then when you came to Katy?
2: Well,
1: you know, I get a really young coach. and I played. school. For my father, who was a football coach and, and, and stuff, and he was coach for many years, and he was the head of the high school coaches association here in Texas for many years and stuff. So it's not like that, that I didn't understand what I was getting into and and, and, and what I was going to get into. It, you know, it, it was, it was, when I first came to KD, it was kind of rough. You know, we, we took our lumps and stuff, but we had to build a program. You know it had you know the kids had to understand the expectation, like I talked about a while ago. it wasn't always like that, you know, and it was a building process you can't say anything to anybody is you know patience is, is is something that that was extremely important around here and I know a lot of places it you know you know it, it's about now it's about instant gratification and stuff but i knew I knew what I was getting into, and things you know no you know i not I even think that that I thought we were going to have. You know, four state championships and one and played in the game eight times just as head coach. But you know, I was fortunate enough to you know win three state championships as a defensive coordinator and stuff. And you know, and we played in five then. So you know, you don't ever look back on your career and say, well, you you know, you're gonna play a state championship game in the state of Texas 13 times.
2: That's
1: <laughs> almost unheard of and stuff. But you know, it, it's been a, it's been a good run in things. And, and uh, no doubt, we're looking forward to the next year
0: too. <laughs> uh, tell me a little bit about uh, how much of Dad is in you as, as a coach. What you learn from him? What are the what are the good things? What what's has he given you? Uh, you know, through the years, any some advice to say, hey, this is this is who you should be as a head coach or an assistant coach.
1: Nah, he the only advice he ever gave me, and, and I I tell people, it, he you know it's, it's about the kids. And he said, you know, as long as you take care of your kids and and take care of of them and and you know you, you're a, you know a man of high character and you coach him that way then then you know he he knew I'd be successful but you know we do things you know he, he, people say well you no I didn't teach you that you know but <laughs> but he he he. So he showed me the way and things. it was great getting to play for him way back when too, you know now you look back at some of the things
2: that went on there. You, know, you know the game has changed a lot of fundamentals are
0: still the same yeah it's still a fun thing to be a part of though right Gary Joseph on the line tonight we're going to wrap things up here in addition to to this national award you're also being honored this year coming up in the springtime a member of the the Texas High School Football Hall of Fame and I guess we'll lump it all together here with this question when you get accolades like that like this and you've won other you know awards through the through the years because of your success at katie um what does it mean to you can you put it into words
1: oh you, you can't put it in words it, it's a humbling experience you know i understand it's not just about me this it's about our program and it's about katie high school and, and these kids and, and all the in these coaches, you know, this is an award for us, you know, this is an award for the for our KD community. You know, it's something that they can be proud of and things and they're proud of our staff. I take it as a staff award, you know, and and it's because of the success we've had here at Katie and things. And you know, there's been a lot of people and a lot of coaches that, that have coached for me that are head coaches now and have gone on that have have helped contribute to this. You know, but the great thing that, that we have at, at Katie is is a community that wants to get out and support their kids, and it's very old fashioned that, that they want to see their kids do well. They let us coach their kids because they they understand that, that our coaches are going to take care of them, and, and and we've had success, so it's hard to argue with success. But it's not a award just about Gary Joseph; it's about a award about what we've done here at Katie High School and in our community, in our in our in our, in our district.
0: Very, very well said. We're going to wrap up with one question here because everybody is already thinking, yeah, tomorrow, uh, yeah, well, actually, we're taping this on Tuesday, uh-huh. so it's signing day has uh-huh. just passed. It's Thursday now. Uh, everybody's looking ahead to 2016. You say you got some talent there. Can you give us a little sneak peek inside, under the hood, however you want to put it, of KD 2016?
1: Uh, we won't be as far along at the beginning of the year. By the end of the year, we'll be a good football team. Uh, we have, you know, as I said, the Corey Bethley's coming back. We have about four starters on defense coming back, and Bethley, our sack leader, is coming back, and he'll be the leader of our defense. And, and offensively, we had about, you know, three offensive linemen at tight end coming back. We're having to find a quarterback. We feel like we got a couple of good running backs in the fold. We had a freshman that came in this year and had about 700 yards rushing and, and 16 touchdowns in four games. So we feel like that that um, he'll be able to help us running game wise. It's just he's got to grow up, you know. It's, it's, he's a freshman, and, and, you know, the the pounding you take in this league and this division, you know, if you're not physically strong, it'll wear you out, you know, in a 16-game season. So, you know, we understand we've got a lot of work to do in our offseason and things. But, you know, again, it goes back to expectations, and the expectations aren't going down any.
0: no you've set the bar pretty high there coach well uh, we appreciate you joining us on the show tonight and congratulations on what's been an incredible career it's not over uh, by any stretch of the imagination but uh, we do appreciate having you as our uh, national coach of the year Uh, very very proud to have you uh, in that capacity uh, given uh, your your fine track record and really like your family you know bloodlines there like you talked about with dad and all that so thank you very much for joining us and congratulations on the award
1: Well, thank you so much, and I appreciate y'all honoring myself and Katie High School as you have. It's quite a class thing to do.
0: You're you're very, very welcome. All right, when we come back, time to talk to our National Player of the Year, Sean McGrew from St. John Bosco in Southern California. He's the High School Football America NHSCA National Player of the Year. That and more after these words from our sponsors. You're listening to High School Football America. Instant replays on a high school football sideline? Seriously? Yes, the future is here with Echo 1612's instant replay sideline system. Echo's cutting edge technology was the first to the market two years ago. Echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an iPad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today. This NFHS-approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet. Coaches, you'll gain a competitive edge by adding Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The Echo Instant Replay Sideline System works with both your current, booth, and end zone cameras. Plus, and this is an important point, Echo works without any cellular connection, data plans, or Internet. The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously you'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting-edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at echo1612.com. field turf rubber pellets be gone. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks, thus keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The Razor, spelled R-A-Z-U-R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show, and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house the debris inhibitor razor is made in America it's 70 percent nylon and 30 percent spandex making it extra lightweight and very durable and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee the debris inhibitor razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight it's fully customizable machine washable and more importantly it's easy to get on and off the debris inhibitor razor comes in 23 colors and sizes are youth, medium, large, and for that extra Bigfoot, extra large. Founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi All-SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the debris inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at TDIRazor.com. That's Razor spelled with a U at TDIRazor.com. if you're scouting your opponents without crossovers game film breakdown platform you're missing an opportunity to get a huge edge over the competition crossover service lets you upload game film from your hard drive video camera or other websites like huddle their team of football experts will then clip and tag the game with player and formation info so that when you log into your account you can filter the clips however you'd like they'll also automatically prepare a comprehensive tendency report and down and distance report for your staff so you can see exactly what your opponents like to call in specific situations we all know that every coach spends countless hours preparing before a game it's not about the time you put in it's about what you do with that time that's crossover's biggest It allows you to use your prep time more efficiently and get an even deeper level of insight since you don't have to waste time setting up the film. Check them out. You're going to love them. You can sign up for a quick free demo at crossover.com forward slash football. That's crossover with a K dot com forward slash football. USA Today High School Sports is America's leading platform for high school football. The Super 25 team rankings and expert American Family Insurance All-USA list have been determining the best of the best nationally and locally for more than three decades. Be sure to check out HSS.com, the best in the game for everything high school football. Hey, good morning, Sean. How are you?
2: I'm good. How are you?
0: Can't complain. It's early in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry to do this to you. (laughs) That's
2: fine. I get up this. I get up this early
0: every day, anyways. Okay, well, I, I we just got back from a thirty-five day road trip, so we're pretty much on Eastern and Central time. So I'm getting up way too early, <laughs> going yeah. go to bed early. I guess that that's healthy. But uh, anyway, so the way we do this, I don't know if you heard Quentin's, but it's it's really pretty uh, straightforward. It's a uh, just live to tape, and what that means is, um, you know, I'm not going to edit it. I'm going to do a little introduction to the show, I'll welcome you to the show. You can say thanks, Jeff. Nice to be here, whatever it is. And then we'll just kind of take a, a little bit of a stroll through uh, things. Uh, we'll, we'll start just to give you a little bit of where your mind should be. We'll start with obviously yesterday, which was a big day for you, and then we'll, uh, we'll talk about, uh, you know, obviously the award a little bit. Uh, and uh, you know, just kind of your career and a, a look back. Um, Jesse had sent me some stuff that I put in the article. I thought some of those things were interesting about you being more than just a, you know a, a good football player. I'd, I'd like to kind of have a little fun, you know, talking about what you did as a kid and how that kind of shaped you and all that st- sort of stuff. So, if you don't have any questions, we can get ready and go. Yeah,
2: we're oh.
0: ready. Okay, stand by. Let me push these buttons here, and you can hear me loud and clear, right? Yeah. Okay, good. All right. So, Corey, this is uh, for tonight's show. Uh, Sean McGrew, you will see him in the rundown. And it comes your way in 3-2. This portion of High School Football America brought to you by USA Today High School Sports. Check out the Super 25 in all sports by going to usatodayhss.com. Well, at the beginning of the show, we talk with our uh, Coach of the Year, uh, Gary Joseph from Katy, Texas, and now it's time to turn our attention to a young man who's had a, a fine career in Southern California that I've been able to watch uh, over the three years since moving out here, uh, changing the base of high school football America, Sean McGrew. Uh, great football player for uh, St. John Bosco, and we have honored him, along with the National High School Coaches Association, as our 2015 National Senior Football Player of the Year. Uh, pretty good uh, company as uh, last three winners, just to give you an idea of who they were. Uh, Kyler Murray from uh, Allen, Texas, the great quarterback there. Uh, Leonard Fournette of uh, LSU went to St. Augustine High School in Louisiana. And uh, the Heisman Trophy winner in 2013 was our uh, National Player of the Year, Derrick Henry. And uh, Sean McGrew has some great stats. Before I bring him in here, I just want to kind of give you a little bit of an idea of what uh, Sean did during his career. Uh, Maybe the biggest one, and we'll talk about this with him, uh, didn't lose a Trinity League game uh, for St. John Bosco. Uh, for most of you that have been listening to this show over the last five years, you know there's uh, uh, two or three or four good leagues, and the Trinity League is one of those uh, great high school leagues out here. Uh, record-setting win streak for St. John Bosco. And along the way, 5,700-plus uh, uh, yards rushing, uh, a career average just under uh, nine, uh, 10 yards uh, per carry, 9.1 is what he had. And uh, just uh, his coach... Um, Jason Negro, who's been on the show uh, several times, uh, said, uh, you know, Sean McGrew is one of those uh, type of student athletes you want uh, to be, uh, you know, to be a, a kid that you have to coach and, and watch him grow. And Sean's on the line right now to talk about a great year, a great day yesterday as he, uh, he, he officially became a Washington Husky. So we got a lot to talk about. Welcome to the show, Sean.
2: Hey, thanks for
0: having me. Uh it's great to have you on here and uh you know certainly we want to talk about the award, but uh yesterday a, a big day, you made your verbal uh in the spring last year and uh it ended up being where you were going, you're a Washington Husky. Tell me a little bit about that and and kind of the uh where where your mind is on a day like that when you know that uh, high school's behind you and now it's time to start thinking about the the big game of college football. Well, it's
2: just it's awesome to to be able to celebrate the day like yesterday and uh, make things official, and been dreaming about playing college football since I was six years old. When I started playing flag, so this is a dream come true. To just to just to sign to a great Pac-12 school and uh, to pretty much just just live the dream that I've been dreaming about since I was a little kid.
0: And uh you know one of the things that you you talked about uh, back in the spring was you were you were pretty darn sure uh that Washington was uh, the school for you and in in a day and age in social media when we've got uh you know uh, players like yourself you know making an announcement and then changing and decommitting and of course there's many reasons for that you you stuck with it tell yeah. tell the listeners what uh, what attracted you to Washington and and made you want to be a Husky
2: Um first off, coach uh, Peterson's just a great guy and uh, his coaching staff, and just what he what he has to offer up at Washington with his uh, Built to Life program, and the uh, stuff that he offers outside of of just being a football player, um, his program just, just helps you become the best student possible and the best man possible, which was uh, really eye opening to my parents and me, and uh, which is what I thought I what I thought I needed uh, going forward in my life to prepare me for the future, and uh, I mean. A lot of kids nowadays are committing and decommitting. And, uh, I mean, I wanted to stay solid with my commitment because, uh, I thought that was important to me. And, uh, just, just show the type of person I would be coming into a school, uh, that I would just stay committed and be a solid commit instead of, uh, committing, decommitting and run like three different schools on a
0: recruiting process. Your word is your word is the best way to sum that one up. We're talking tonight with uh, Sean McGrew, the uh, star running back, uh, St. John Bosco in Bellflower, California. He's the National High School Coaches Association Senior National High School Football Player of the Year. Uh, the award jointly presented with uh, High School Football America. Very proud to have gotten to know Sean. And I, I, I joked, uh, I think when I saw you during uh, during the fall, uh, if, uh, I don't know, I've seen different listings, I, I everything from 5'8", 170, we can mix it up there, but let's <laughs> Let's face it you're not that big of a guy um let, let, let's go inside the the mind of what makes you tick because you know uh for all those people out there that look at you know stats um you know size uh speed which you have that um you know you, you don't fit the typical mold of a division 1a uh football player what what gives you the the, the heart and soul to to kind of go outside of the 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 size you were given by god <laughs>
2: i mean First you gotta have some motivation, obviously, and I mean I think when people doubt my size and i mean i' I search stuff all the time and just like see what people say about me and uh everyone's always talking about my size, which uh it just it just motivates me to just to to play bigger than I am and just show everyone that someone who's five seven can can play at the next level and play at the highest level of uh high school football and uh I mean I think it's kind of an advantage to me. Uh, playing running back being this this size and this fast is that um, since I'm so small it's it's hard for people that are uh, that are big to break down and tackle me because I'm so quick and fast that they'll never be able to get a clean hit on me or uh, completely, as soon as I break them down I, I think I can run around them and uh, I just use everything as an advantage and obviously it might hurt a little bit more once they, you get a clean hit on me it's so small but I'm going to get back up no matter what and I've, I've proved that Playing in the toughest league in uh, in high school football.
0: Yeah, no doubt about that. And and folks, how fast is he? A silver medalist in the 100 meter dash at the California Track and Field Championships. Uh, no small feat there with that. Um, you, you gave me a good segue there into uh, your your time at, at Bosco and what you guys have done. Uh, you've been part of the the High School Football America Top 25 and, and other national ranking services. Uh, during your career, that that win streak is pretty darn impressive. Not not because it's a a win streak, but where it's come and and uh, you know we've had coach. Negro on here talking about it. Quentin Davis when he was on last year, uh, talked about you know how good the Trinity League is. But I mean, you 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 performed in this league for three years. Is there any way to kind of summarize uh, for the listeners out there how good this league is here in Southern California?
2: Um, I mean, I definitely can talking to uh, Josh Rosen about this because, or just any guys that have uh, that have left Boston and gone on to the next level. I always ask them, like, what's the difference between high school football and uh, and the game speed of college football? And most of them say that it's not any different playing in our league. It just hurts more when you get to the next level.
0: That's a pretty good way to sum it up, uh, Josh Rosen. Of course, just had a great year at uh, at UCLA, and um, you know, one of the things we talked about back in the fall was you know trying to fill that hole that Josh left uh, because he was such a great leader, and you and 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 many of the other seniors had to kind of fill that gap there. Um, you know, certainly you didn't get the complete goal you guys made it to the the pack five final which was tough in and of itself but how do you think you guys did this past year how would you summarize it i like i said i know you came a little short but it was still a great year how, how would you characterize 2015
2: uh 2015 was uh was a great year it was an awesome year uh i think we proved a lot of people wrong and uh i mean everyone everyone knew we were gonna be good but i don't think they knew we were gonna be that good and uh, Quentin Davis came in and stepped up and just pretty much he was the biggest part of our offense, uh just coming in, playing his senior year and not having as much experience as Josh is like a three year starter. He came in here and uh performed better than anyone could ask him to do. And uh I mean obviously we came up short, but at the same time we made it all the way to the CIF championship for the third year in a row, which a lot of teams don't do. And when you lose to the one of the best teams in the country, you can't really complain because it's not like we're losing to someone who's worse than us. So. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, Corona Centennial, not bad uh, this past year. Uh, Bosco yeah. finishing number eight in our national top twenty-five. Uh, Corona Centennial uh, losing to De La Salle in the state championship game. They finished number five. Uh, definitely a hot bet out here. We're talking with uh, Sean McGrew tonight, uh, the 2015 National High School Coaches Association Senior National High School Football of the Player of the Year, and uh, I mentioned at the top, uh, you know, some of those stats, uh, the the 5,700 yards rushing. The, the yards per carry I, I didn't go into the touchdowns but those are big numbers as well when you when you hear that uh now that you've had you know uh, three years to reflect and now a couple of months now that your your high school career is done uh anything stand out there to you I mean I obviously it's got to put a smile on your face but but what what you know kind of pops out after three years of, of playing with the Braves like for
2: statistically for me
0: yeah, statistics, or you know, even even a game or a moment, or you, know, you practice whatever it may be, just whatever comes to mind.
2: I mean, what I remember the most probably is uh, my sophomore year in the the state semifinal against Corona Centennial, and uh, that was kind of the craziest game I've ever been a part of. Uh, the final score was seventy to forty nine. Um, the total amount of yards per offense for both teams was. Ridiculous, and we like added them up and probably over like 1,200 yards. Personally, I had 430 yards in that game, <laughs> with seven touchdowns, and uh, it was just I was just speechless after that game, and I'm still speechless to even like talk about it because I don't even know how that's possible. <laughs> and then, uh, and then, the feeling after uh, Gavin Wines intercepted the screen pass in uh, the state championship game to seal the deal. And just to hear, like, 18,000 people just screaming at the top of their lungs for us was awesome.
0: Yeah, you can't beat anything uh, better than a state championship. Sean McGrew on the line, St. John Bosco. Uh, moving on uh, to uh, Washington, he is the 2015 NHSCA Senior National Football Player of the Year. NHSCA handing out uh, uh, players of the year since 2020 boys and girls sports. Um, you know, uh, certainly uh, your numbers may have been bigger this year if it wasn't for the fact that you guys had won a lot of a lot of games by topping the mm-hmm. 60 point mark and all that. So you didn't play a whole lot of the second halves, but. Uh, um, one thing that you did talk about, um, you know, throughout, and uh, I remember talking to your your center, uh, uh, Smitty, uh, at the beginning of the year. You guys, uh, you had some people there about three hundred pounds. I think the average of that offensive line. Tell me a little bit about yeah. uh, how much you love those guys, and 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 how much of a part they played in those those stats for you this year, and and throughout the career. Yeah,
2: I've been I've been blessed uh, coming to Boston, behind one, probably the best offensive line in the country every year. And, uh, I mean, them being that big just makes my job even easier because I can hide behind them uh, better and the holes are bigger. And uh, it just makes my job easier to find them and just and just run by everyone. But, uh, I mean, I think everyone on the team this year, on the offensive line, I think we had one guy that was tank who wasn't 300 pounds, which is ridiculous at the, the high school level. I mean, I think, like, NFL offensive lines averages – are about the same as our offensive line average weight this year and uh, just to be able to run behind uh, some, some meat like that at the high school level makes everything a lot easier.
0: Yeah. I don't know. This question just came to me. I talked earlier about you being, you know, a silver medalist in the hundred meter dash and that. Uh, is, is there any way for you to equate, um, ob- obviously you're not getting hit on the track <laughs> in, the, in, a, yeah. in a dash, yeah. but, uh, can, can you, can you compare and contrast the difference between being a fast running back and a great sprinter in track?
2: Uh, it's a tough question. <laughs> yeah. Um, Track is definitely a lot easier, I would say, because no one's chasing you <laughs> and uh, not running for your life. But you are at the same time because you're trying to beat, or beat your fastest time with the guy next to you. And uh, I don't know. It depends on if the type of play. If it's just wide open and there's a huge hole and if you just run straight, no one's going to touch you. It kind, of, it kind of feels like a track race if you're just running straight. Cause uh, when you have the ball in your hand, you can kind of like run with a certain form to where you're almost at, like a full track, like form with your arms pumping and stuff. So like sometimes when I'm on the field, I, I try to run like I am running the track cause I know that's how I'm the fastest with my track form. And, uh, it, it helps a lot. Yeah, no, I, I, I,
0: I can, I can remember. I think it was the modern day game that you ran right in front of me. I was shooting the video highlights, and you came. I think it was a it came right, and it, you know, once you found that daylight, the afterburner was on there. Uh, Sean McGrew, uh, the Player of the Year for the NHSCA in high school football, America. Very proud to have him. I'm going to ask you about that award in a second, but uh, uh, I got some information when I wrote the story on the website about you uh, talking about kind of. Uh, you said you've been playing flag since you were a young kid, but you evidently you're a pretty good Good baseball player and then motocross so let's let's touch on those two before we let you go here um how good of a baseball player were you and uh was it when you finally decided that you know football was what you wanted to do when you left the sport or did you still dabble in it a little bit tell me a little bit about that
2: um i actually went to bosco to uh play baseball surprisingly uh because i think about uh seven or eight of the kids from my travel baseball team uh they all went to bosco and uh, they're all year ahead of me, and uh, it kind of got me on the the Bosco train to come in and uh, just play baseball, and uh, my freshman uh, season, I ended up uh, tearing my rotator cuff and my labrum in my throwing shoulder, and uh, I had to take uh, quite a bit of time, missed my freshman baseball season, and by the time I came back, it had been almost like two years since I've been on the field, and uh, just playing football at Bosco and just just going to the varsity games and just seeing how much energy there is at a football game uh, it made me change my mind and just want to stick and put all my time uh, into football. Mm-hmm. And uh, if I was still playing baseball, I think I could have been drafted out of, straight out of high school and because uh, a lot of my friends did, which is awesome for them. But uh, I just love football so much that I never look back on it.
0: Very, very cool. So uh, the motocross thing—I think uh, not. Not think. I know you're the only person I've ever had on this show in five years that you know uh, is a very good football player that had motocross in their background. So tell me about a little bit about that. I guess that's more of a Southern California thing. If you're out here, you get into motocross or something. To tell me how you got into it and how good you were and, and what it was like.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, I started off. I think racing BMX when I was like four years old, just as like a hobby. My dad, because I started, uh, like, riding my bike without training wheels when I was, like, two. And then uh, I got into, like, racing when I was four. And then uh, some of the people there also raced dirt bikes. And uh, we ended up going to Supercross one night. And I was like, this is cool. Man. We should, like, actually get a motorcycle and race, like, these guys. <laughs> and I think I was, like, six six years old at the time. Or five. So he got me, a like, a PW50 for Christmas. And then I started racing. And then... Uh, raced all the way till I was about nine, and, uh, I had to make a decision on, uh, at that point, when you, when you move up to a bigger bike, you kind of, gotta travel around the country, and go to all these different races, and, and be homeschooled, and kind of quit all the other sports, and, uh, decided to stick to the, to the norm and play baseball, basketball,
0: and football. <laughs> that's, that's a cool story. You, you knew at six years old you needed a motorcycle. That's, that's great. Well, Sean, <laughs> it's, it's, it's been great to have you on, and obviously I can't let you leave the show without talking about the, the award. You heard me say at the beginning there's some pretty big names uh, that have been honored by the NHSCA and by High School Football America. What does it mean um, to you to win an award uh, of this magnitude?
2: Um, it's a it's a great honor and I'm um, just, just really honored to be on the same uh, list of names as Kyler Murray, Forn, Leonard Fournette, Derrick Henry, and uh, and John, Johnny Manziel. I mean, she's uh, crazy and uh, <laughs> she's gonna give me more motivation to to be a better player at the next level. Uh, being on being on a, uh, a list of names of names like this, so I can't disappoint people at the next level, and I uh, just gotta work as hard as possible.
0: Well, Sean, it's been a pleasure watching you, and like I said, uh, you know everybody within the Bosco program, and they've said nothing but, you know, great things about you. So we're we're pleased to have you as our honoree this year, and we wish you nothing but success in in college. And we appreciate you joining us on the show tonight and talking a little bit about not only football but baseball and motocross. It it's it's a new uh, level for High School Football America. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. Two thousand fifteen, NHSCA High School Football America Player of the Year. Sean McGrew from uh, Bellflower, California's St. John Bosco. Well, that's going to do it for the show. Hey, Super Bowl coming up this Sunday, the final football game for a while in America. So enjoy the Broncos and the Panthers. want to thank all of our uh, sponsors that make the show possible, USA Today High School Sports, Echo 1612 at echo1612.com. Get instant replay on your sideline eight seconds after the play is over. Crossover, get a free five-minute demo. By going to highschoolfootballamerica.com, clicking on the banner ad, it's crossoverwithak.com forward slash football. And by Southern Sports, Debris Inhibitor Razor, that's the TDI Razor, Razor with a U, -U R-A-Z-U-R. Dot com. Put in HSFA as the code and get a discount on your order. All right, that's going to do it for tonight's show. Thanking uh, Coach Joseph and Sean McGrew for joining us. Uh, if you missed any of the show, you can listen to the entire show in our archives at HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. And also, if you want to listen to past shows, they're all there for you at HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. Just click the audio tab. For now, this is Jeff Fisher saying good night and good sports from sunny Southern California. You've been listening to High School Football America.